Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This is Central Texas Living with Ann Harder. Music is the universal language. And uh, universally, I've been so bummed out by the fact that we can't be together to go to concerts because of the pandemic. And uh, especially when I consider how much we enjoy the Waco Symphony Orchestra concerts, the whole series that this year, unfortunately, had to be scrapped. But Never fear. There's always some great things that are that are in the works. You know, we we have to be innovative, don't we? (laughs) So it is my great joy to uh, to welcome Stephen Hyde, who, of course, as you know, is uh, at Baylor as the uh, uh, conductor in residence and professor of orchestral studies there, but uh, the director and conductor of the Waco Symphony Orchestra. And Stephen, it's a joy to have you here with us. We we talked last week about Baylor Symphony things and all the wonderful things your students do there. But the Waco Symphony is just a jewel for the city of Waco. Well, thank you so much for saying that, Anne. Uh, we're very fortunate to have such a fine orchestra in town, but also for the really significant community support that that makes that possible, including our board of directors. And I'm thrilled to to say that you're one of our board of directors. I just recently <laughs> went, went on the board, and that has, has been a joy to me because, I mean, it is, it is a beautifully run organization, and it's a big board. It is. You got a lot of folks, and that and that's great because it takes, you know, a lot of support from a lot of different sectors to um to to make it all happen. And I and I think you know the business aspect was something I was not aware of, you know. But it it is a business. It is a business, but you know I'm one of the things that that I'm most enthused about uh, community orchestras is because it's an opportunity for us to come together. It's uh, something when you think of it. Uh, certainly, athletics brings us together. When we, when before COVID, when we could go to a game and and root the home team on, and and that that was a time when we sensed a community. Uh, but even in church, you know, which is another opportunity. But we're we go to many different churches. Mm-hmm, but something sure. like an orchestra that is representative of the whole community is another opportunity where we can put apart put aside all our differences and, and focus on the more important things about how we're all, what we share in common. I think. So let's talk about your, your work with the Waco Symphony. How long have you been conductor, director? Oh there? boy. Well, I, I took over the reins from, from Daniel Sternberg, the, my wonderful mentor and friend in 1987. Huh? Okay. So I, you know, I guess, uh, what is that? 33 years or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you've had a lot of different musicians, but I suspicion there are some folks playing for you who have been most of those 30-something years. I've been so blessed. Uh, the relationships that, that have developed through the many concerts and the opportunity, because these people, 
uh, certainly as a professional orchestra, but it's not a full-time job. And so right. ma- many of them, uh, you know, have their day job and then they, they keep their playing skills up because we have high standards. Oh, the, the selections you have are very challenging. And it, it's really wonderful because they, they look at it certainly as an opportunity to make, make a little bit of money, but more so as an opportunity to, to make good music, which is important to them. And some even come from out of town, right? We have, we have some. It's probably about 30% hmm. of the orchestra either comes from the south, the Austin area, or the north, the north of Dallas, up to Denton, a few and when you think of that, uh, they're driving a long time to get here. Right. And then the rehearsal goes to 930 at night, and then they drive home. And many of them, if they have that other job, have to get up the next morning and go to work. So it's really a, a sacrifice, but I'm so grateful for their commitment and their loyalty and their hard work. Of course, I know over the years, it's been a joy to them to be able to work with some of the guest artists that you've brought in. And, you know. It, and it, And that's. You know, there's a lot that goes into doing that. I mean, there yeah. are contracts and there's agents to deal with and all and all that. How does how does all that work? Well, I'm so grateful for the board for for organizing that and facilitating it, and for our office. You know, mm-hmm. uh, Susan Taylor, who happens to be my wife, right, right, <laughs> is the executive director, and she's been there for a long time, longer than I have. <laughs> And uh, she's so committed to, yeah. to all the things, and it's a, a love of this community that drives her, as well as the music. But uh, we have a wonderful office staff that work hard. And and those artists, you know, for Waco, the size of Waco, to have, to have featured people like Istok Perlman, mm. uh, you know, Andre Watts, uh, Renee Fleming, and, of course, Yo-Yo Ma, which, from a personal perspective, point of view was the highlight of my career. I was wondering if you could single anybody out. Yeah, I mean, such What a, was it about working with him? You know, he's such an exceptional musician, but he's so gracious about it. Um, I remember we, we had brought in some people, um, several different cellists to play the Dvorak Concerto before he arrived, and they did fine, and they helped us prepare, but... Um, when he arrived, it was so easy. Uh-huh. It was just like breathing. And he, I've never had an experience and such a warm and gracious person. Um, he's just really a, a enormously uh, special person. And that quality, I think, the orchestra, of course, when he arrived for the rehearsal, they were like, you know, like those photos you saw of of girls in the 60s when the Beatles, <laughs> when the Beatles showed up. <laughs> I was going to say, I bet there were some starstruck musicians there. And he stayed and signed every autograph really? and talked to them, and he could not have been nicer and, oh. and more personable. And, he, you know, music has needed an ambassador like Yo-Yo Ma because sometimes people have this, uh, this image of us as being elitist and removed and functioning on a high level that, you know, above everybody not at all. No. Uh, he just reached out and was so, had so much things in common with everybody else. And, and I, I just have, uh, that, that will always stay with me, that opportunity. Well, this past year, because of COVID, had to cancel the America concert. And that was just, you know, 
it was about sold out, wasn't it? It was. And of course, we also had to cancel the, the Bell and Brass concert. Well, and that's a whole big deal, too. It is. And and we always are so proud of our young men and women, and they dress up, and they, the, the whole Bell and Brass program is so wonderful, what they learn, you know, etiquette classes, and we've had ballroom dancing. I'm not sure if they're still doing all that, but it's a wonderful, really wonderful training uh experience for the young people and they grow so much from doing it but their moment to finally step out on stage with these beautiful gowns and the what's oh, beautiful and the men in in tuxedos and it's a very special thing so we we really were heart sick that we couldn't present them but we're going to present them somehow mm-hmm. some yeah we're working on working on how that's going to happen um Possibly in, you know, two, two different sections with the ones that were supposed to have been presented last year. And then the current, right. uh, the current uh, class of bells, they call them bells and brass, bells the, uh, and brass. the young ladies yeah. and the young men. Um, yeah, and, that's... And, and we will present America mm-hmm. at some point. So. Okay, so this is, we're talking the 70s American folk rock band. Their hits were things like, I started looking at their hit, Horse With No Name, Ventura Highway, Tin Man, You Can Do Magic. Lonely people. I don't know. Like, yeah. oh, this makes me even sadder <laughs> that it didn't happen. Uh, we had our tickets already. So, uh, what is the plan? They're still planning to come, right? They are. And and what we've done is really taken a year hiatus, and we'll talk about some other things that we're trying to do in the meantime. Mm-hmm. But then, to complete last year's season with those two concerts, the original plan was to complete it this spring. And we'll just have to see when the vaccine comes and if there is a cure and all that and people are comfortable coming back. Yeah, coming back to concerts. But one way or the other, we'll we'll fulfill those commitments because we we really want to do that. It's going to be great fun. You know, I've mentioned the the, uh, great classical artists and many, many others, uh, too numerous to mention here, but also the number of of pops artists that we've had. Oh, I know. I know. Frank Sinatra Jr. and Art Garfunkel and uh, Marcellus last year. Yeah, yeah. Brad, uh, Bradford Marcellus. Bradford, yeah, mm-hmm. he was a sax, sax player. player. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and of course he did a he did a completely classical piece. But I did. think everybody was was shocked at it in a way, you know. But Henry, shouldn't have been surprised, but still. Henry Mancini. Ah, uh, yeah. Who's gone now? But yeah, what a I know. To have uh, he's had him he's here. probably my that's that's probably the highlight that one because yeah. I I'm a huge huge fan of and him. And of course, Burt Backrack and many 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 others. Doc Severin. Yeah, too. Doc Severin, and that we didn't do it at Waco Hall. Remember? Well, that we, was, he came twice. Oh, okay. Maybe I'm thinking of the second. Yeah, the second time, time he, we were at the. the Masonic Lodge. But mm, the yeah, the Masonic was, Lodge. Yeah. yeah, I'm remembering that concert. And primarily because we couldn't really fit enough people in who wanted to see him in yeah. Waco Hall. So <laughs> done a lot of great things. You've done outside concerts there at the at the river. Yeah, and uh, we enjoyed those a lot. And sometimes ten thousand or more people would assemble, oh, wow. which we really loved doing. Unfortunately, uh, we also were the orchestra that. Uh, kind of delivered rain to wake up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Dry forever, and then you get all these expensive instruments out of the weather and the rain comes. We had three three summers in a row mm-hmm. where where it rained, and that kind of put a yeah. kibosh on that. Maybe yeah. we'll do it again sometime. Well, if, yeah, it would, if there would be some way we could figure that out, that would be. Because opening up this great music to more people, I think, is kind of key that's really what it's all about 
you know, it's such a transformative. I was, I was thinking the other day, I was listening to a piece of music, and at the end, it was so peaceful. Mm-hmm. And in this time of great fear and, and division in the country, and just to, to hear something that, that ends right, <laughs> that ends with peace, was so good for me, and I think we all need that in our souls. And and it's music is for everybody. It just we haven't we haven't uh, had everybody yet experience the opportunity of it. And when it's not an elite thing, it's something that can transform and and make relevant to every single person. Mm-hmm. Say, there's somebody out there who says, "Yeah, I, don't, I really don't listen to much classical music." Uh, what would you recommend to them? Like if they want to begin. Well. I know there's a lot of different styles, mm -hmm. you know, but what would you say? Well, do you go to movies? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Movies have orchestra music, um, you know, but more than that, I I would think that take it in in small doses. You don't have to listen to a complete symphony. There are a number of. And I may not start off with Wagner. (laughs) No. (laughs) I don't know. But, you know, uh, uh, a short movement by Brahms or something, you'll, yeah. there's always something. And that's kind of, in, that's informed my programming over the years, too. Really? I, I can't guarantee you're going to like all, maybe all three pieces or four pieces on the program. But I'll guarantee one of them is going to speak to you. Mm-hmm. Because they're, they're different, different things for different people. And we understand that. But... Don't give up if you have a negative experience. Keep going and try a different. Try some Rachmaninoff, mm-hmm. which is so lyrical and people love it so much. Yeah, I love. I think it's Respighi, the Three Pines, the, the Pines, Pines of Rome, of Rome mm-hmm. Pines of Rome. I remember, and this was right after we were able to get season tickets to uh, the uh, Waco Symphony because I was working. I mean, for twenty five years, yeah. my schedule didn't allow me to come on a weeknight to hear a concert. So when when I was able to do that. We were first in line to get tickets, but I think you did that mm-hmm. piece. And there's something about that big ending it, that it just moves me to tears. I don't mm-hmm. even know why. I mean, there's no, you know, memory no. associated with it all. It's just that. And I think that's the first time that it happened to me. I mean, I literally was moved to tears hearing the orchestra do that particular piece. Yeah. And you started by saying music is the universal language, which Mm -hmm. it is. And we don't know why that is, but I'll guarantee you that this there are pieces in the in the great orchestral repertoire that will connect with your soul on a level that we can't understand but somehow it does. It's so fundamental and so true. And, uh, you know, I, several years ago, the orchestra did, uh, well, we've done it three times at Baylor, the second symphony of Mahler, and it's called The Resurrection. Mm. And, and it's a subject that we all deal with. We all know that life is not forever, and we're going to die, and what happens afterwards. And I turned around at the other, at the end, and people weeping. Yeah, they're weeping. And they don't, they don't know why. Now, <laughs> right, I know. That's not what we, we don't necessarily, that's not what we're trying to do. But yeah, but it's not unhappy tears. It's no, just an emotion that it's just, overtakes you. It's just a, a feeling of great uh, relief and peace, and it's mm-hmm. wonderful. Okay, so what are we doing this year <laughs> since we can't have concerts? Well, we've done several things. We have a very active email list, and if you want to be put on that list, just contact the Waco Symphony office. And we've been sending out some very short five, 
four, five, six minute um, examples of what the orchestra does. Some of them have been orchest- orchestral, but most of them have been by our players. Mm-hmm. You know, a duet here or uh, our conductor of the youth symphony, Bo Benson, is a wonderful classical guitarist. And to hear him play to just wonderful little mm. little opportunities in the middle of your your difficult day just to turn to a little music so we've been doing that and it's people have really enjoyed that but we also have uh, been planning now and we'll have a one-hour special on local tv and Ann, i believe it's on channel 25 very good kxxv <laughs> yeah 25 news yes and it'll be on a <laughs> sunday november 13th all right and uh, one hour where we're going to present different things from the orchestra and we cannot, as we've mentioned, we cannot bring the whole orchestra together. Right, because of social distancing. Right. So we'll we'll have a, a section where the strings will play. Mm-hmm. We'll have the brass. We're going to have a jazz group play. Uh, hear the percussion. So all these things. Uh, and then at the end, we'll have a little Christmas uh, Christmas treat. Very you know? good. Yeah. Very so good. So we're looking forward to that. Okay, and so that's going to be coming up in November. Well, actually, December 13th. Oh, oh December 13th. Yeah. Okay, very good. We're going to be recording in the month of November mm-hmm. and then uh, be putting it together. And I really appreciate the work of Joe Gassler, who's done so much on yes, this Yes, I, I had him as a guest several times on yeah. Central Texas Living, and I uh, think talking the, about the symphony, you know, concerts. I think, I think his, uh, his company is Four Columns. Four and, Columns, and right. Joe does a wonderful job, and of course, he's a member of the Waco Symphony. Mm-hmm. A bassoon, right? A bassoon. I think he plays a bassoon. Yeah, in fact, the contrabassoon. Ah, is, even is, lower. Yeah, which is a funny <laughs> instrument, a wonderful instrument. Yeah. <laughs> Very good. Well, I like to end these visits with a questionnaire. This is similar to the one the late, great James Lipton would use on Inside the Actor Studio. Oh, I know. That, that ring a bell? Yeah. Okay, you're here making, we go. You're making me nervous. Ah, well, you should be. What's, what is your favorite word? My favorite word, community. Good. Yeah, you've used that several times. Yeah. Yeah. What about your least favorite? Uh, division. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, what turns you on creatively, spiritually, or emotionally? You know, to to really work, because my my skills are in music, and when it all works and to bring together a great piece of music in a way that is communicative to a lot of people, that is just so wonderful. And you feel like, you know, I've, I've said many times as a Christian that I think music is the second greatest gift God gave us. And to see music, a gift from God, to be able to almost commune with people and to give them something they need in their life and that is just that's beyond words yeah yeah to see those tears maybe yeah <laughs> at the end. Or, or just the the unbridled joy yeah because it's not all sad <laughs> uh, no 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 and i uh, right and and tears flowing or that can be a very good thing but but then what turns you off creatively spiritually or emotionally well when when i think we don't uh we don't reach the level that of which we're capable and and i guess mediocrity when we can do better and that's something that i think is as musicians uh is very frustrating because we have the capacity everybody has capacity to do their best 
and when it's less than that for whatever reason it's it's really a very disappointing mm. okay i'm going to ask this of a musician of a conductor what sound do you love the most a full orchestra <laughs> <laughs> you know i just get excited when i hear him tune at the beginning that's, <laughs> that's a great. sweet sweet sound oh it is okay so what sound is your least favorite uh I bet you've heard a few. <laughs> yeah. You're talking you're not talking about words now. You're talking <laughs> well, it could about be anything, yeah. yeah. Or a sound. Not really a, a sound. A sound. I would say when it's out of tune. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, the out of tune the French horn can sometimes be <laughs> a bad French horn is <laughs> Well, I, I I couldn't say that because my son's a. I was going to say, I, and I knew that when when I said that. You probably heard some some beginner French horn. That oh, was, and, and you know, beginner violin, beginner oh, piano. Oh yeah, any and, beginner, yeah. any beginner instrument. But there, uh, there's hope. Yeah, there's always hope. So, so what other profession would you have liked to try? You know, I originally used to think I'd love to have been an architect because it's Ooh. creative too. But I think something in communication would have been fun. But I'm in communication. Yeah, you are. No yeah. question about that. Um, what profession do you know you would not want to do? Uh, well, that, that's that's a that's a minefield, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I admire so much what doctors do and uh, what our health professionals do. I don't think that I have the stomach to do the yeah. things that they do and they do it so well right. and we're so grateful for them yeah I, I admire them but i have no uh delusions that it's something that i could do yeah i hear you okay finally what do you want to hear god say to you as you arrive at the pearly gates welcome Stephen. there's a fine orchestra down there tuning up and <laughs> they will play beautifully <laughs> yeah no nothing out of tune yeah Oh, Stephen, this is great. Uh, again, how can folks learn more about the Waco Symphony Orchestra and, and again, the upcoming special on yeah. December 13th on Channel 25? I think if you go to uh, www.wacosymphony.com, uh, I may have that wrong, but if you Google Waco Symphony, uh, you'll go to our website and uh, also... Two five four seven five four one zero three five. I believe. Not sure of that. Yeah, you have a phone though. Yeah, <laughs> you can find it. Yeah, we have several phones in the office. <laughs> Good, oh, Stephen, it's a joy, and thank you so much for how you've enriched the lives of all of us through your work, through both Baylor and uh, certainly the Waco Symphony Orchestra. Well, thank you, Anne, and right back at you. <laughs> You're so grateful for all the things that you have done. And you're a wonderful singer, too. And uh, a, a wonderful example of uh, somebody who values the arts and has done contributed so many things about the arts, but also to the community. And it's a great honor to be your friend. Oh, I feel the same. Thank you, Stephen. Central Texas Living is part of the Rogue Media Network family. Be sure to check out their other shows at roguemedianetwork.com. Please rate us five stars on iTunes and anywhere else you get your podcasts. Join us again soon for more Central Texas Living, the podcast. Debbie, here to help you get in the know about Waco. So you may be asking yourself, 
why am I here? I'm here to be your tour guide through Waco. I'm here to tell you all the goings on in and around Waco. I'm going to give you the 411 on what's happening, what's going on, and what events you should go to. This is your host, Debbie, signing off. Now that you know, go. Just go, Waco. Are you building a new business while managing a family? Are you tired of trying to balance home and work and everything seems to be coming up short? Then there's a podcast made just for you. Baking Your Business from Scratch is where we create the perfect recipe for building a successful business while managing your home and family with love. Come join us and see for yourself. This has been a Globe Media Network Podcast.